Hello there, MBH fans. Welcome to another special presentation from Make Believe Heroes. I have a very, very, very exciting and cool and fun episode for you guys today. This is something we released for our patrons a little earlier, and now it is coming to you all live. I'm very excited for you all to hear this. This has been one of uh, my most anticipated releases for a while, another one of our Champions episodes, and uh, I think you're all going to love it. But before we get into that, I did just want to take a moment and say that uh, I'm sorry that it's been such a long hiatus between the end of Season 3 and Season 3.5. I had hoped to have all of this done and released uh, by the end of November to be finished with 3.5. It did not happen. There are challenges due to the current pandemic, as well as just life and a big change in my life, in my own uh, personal career, uh, along with the birth of our second child, my son Link, and just a lot of factors coming together that have really um, just made it difficult for us to even get together and record, because some of us have to be together in the flesh to record for this, and we're working on it. But it is a challenge. So I just wanted to encourage everyone, please just you know be patient with us if you can. We'll continue to drop special content like this just to give you something cool to listen to. And these Champions episodes are important. They're vital to the overall story. You're definitely going to want to listen to this one before Season 4. So uh, this is the first of three special episodes, and I hope that you will enjoy it. Thank you so much for being patient. Uh, thank you to all of our new fans, our new patrons. To those of you who've gone and left us five-star reviews, we're still reading those. We're still here. It's just a crazy time. I can't wait to get back into the regular swing of things. But until then, we hope that you will enjoy this special presentation from us. And we love you. Today, we will be playing dragons in dungeons with orcs doing things. There you go. That's very true. And also not screaming. And I appreciate that. It's not completely true. I don't think we'll be in a dungeon. I don't think there will be any dragons. There might be a very, very small pixie dragon. (laughs) I'll probably like writing that down right now. Yes, uh, I have to create the orange dragon Kelly right (laughs) now for this. So the orange dragon Kelly is a pixie dragon. (laughs) Yes. It's approximately two centimeters in length. Yeah. The Orange Dragon Kelly does not exist. Okay. It does exist. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome. To Make Believe Heroes, an actual play, 5th edition, Dungeons & Dragons adventure. But today, we're not bringing your regular Make Believe Heroes fare. We are actually playing our next Make Believe Champions session. Woot. I'm your Dungeon Master, Paul, and I'm excited to be joined today by four friends. You don't sound very excited. Hey, guys. It's Jeremy, and I play... Lorik? No. JK, JK, JK. No. I quit. No. Hey, guys, it's Jeremy, and I play Hawk. Hulk? Hawk. Hawk. <laughs> like the bird. <laughs> I'm Jeffrey, and I play Kjorg. I'm Andrew, and I play Grolg. <laughs> Grolg. I love it. I'm Abby, and I play Nyana, like the cat. Nyana, just like 
the cat. Welcome to the table, Andrew. Welcome to the table, Abby. Thanks for having us. Very glad to be here. But have you watched Banania? Banania. Have you seen that? It's a it's a cat, Japanese cat anime. Don't watch it. It's terrible. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yes, we are going to play some Dungeons and Dragons. If we can get Jeffrey to Rain play. in. Good luck. My Lord. We're going to play at some point today. Are you guys ready to get into some no. action? Yes. Yeah. Sure. You're going to roll a giant blue D20? Yes, I am. That is how we're going to begin. With this is going to be the good roll. You have any other colored giant D20s? I don't want to. I only have a blue one. It's this. It's pretty large. I mean, it's. It's like, nice to actually see it. Yes, it is. It is a. It's, when you roll this thing, it's really loud. Oh. Okay. You could hurt somebody with that. That's a twelve. Okay. Oh. Mediocre. Okay. Last time on Make Believe Heroes, Kjorg, our half orc friend, had been given a task by one of the four gods, Pelor. This task was to travel north to the land of Dimmerhold, dwarf home to try and find out what exactly these uh, these evil tenants of the Crooked Father were trying to do, this uh, cult, I guess you could say, who called themselves the Unchained. He was to go find them and probably just kill all of them or destroy them in some way, find out what's going on and stop it. You know, it was the end of summer, or, well, I guess right in the middle of summer, when he left Branchire. So he had a few months between now and winter, and Kjorg, being Kjorg, decided, I'm going to take a detour. And that detour would take him to his home, in the drylands. Kjorg's home is somewhere in the central, south central-ish part of the drylands, which we all know is like a great expanse of desert-like terrain in the middle of Manumi. His home is the home of the clan called the Rorag-Guk clan. The Rorag-Guk clan is probably the most prominent and definitely the most powerful and most respected of the clans of the Drylands. Uh, mainly because Kjorg left. <laughs> yes, now that Kjorg is gone, all the respect has flooded back in. Uh, no, it's the it's the oldest, uh, and uh, they have a great, rich history, a lot of expectations. You all have met some people from that clan. Fang, Thorn, Grip, and Slash from Season 1. And Joe. And Kjorg is going back to the clan, to the village to visit on his way before he heads on up north to Dimmerhold. So, Kjorg, you riding anything, or you just walk all the way? Um, are you this is a, this is a very simple. It's a yes. This is such a simple question. Are you riding <laughs> something or walking? I hope he's still riding the not so great horse that he got in season two. The minute it's like a half a horse. Yeah, <laughs> it's very frail. Yeah, the weak <laughs> one. Mini. The like emaciated horse. I am still mad at you about that. If you still had that horse, it probably <laughs> died when they were like magically enhanced by um, Hope and Kel in Sylvandale. That one probably died the moment that you guys got to uh, the base in season two. Anyway, horse or no horse? Horse. Horse. Okay. You can ride the emaciated horse. I don't care. Kjorg, you are rolling in to, uh, to the village. You're just going to walk right in? No. Trying to be inconspicuous? Yeah, I'm walking right in. Is the people's champion. You're riding into town. It's pretty large. You know, these tribes are typically nomadic, but the Rorag Goot clan is pretty much the only exception. They settled here many years ago so that they could sort of be a central help to all of the other clans, especially in things regarding, like, 
religion uh, because they come there to speak to the four elders, the four arms of the Rorag Goot clan uh, and all of that stuff. So it's pretty large. You know, there's quite a few of these tents. Well, not so much tents. They're kind of like tents. They're built out of like skins and hides and things, sort of like what you would expect. But there's also structures built from stone and dirt and things like that. Things that can withstand the uh, the intense elements out here. You come riding into town, and it's actually pretty active. I pull out a hammer and a pot. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it's say. It's the people's champion! Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, uh... Wherever Hawk is, Hawk instantly runs out of whatever tent he was in. He just starts peeing instantly. Okay, so what? Uh, Kjorg, you're riding into town. Like I said, there's a lot of people moving around. Uh, seem to be, like, working on something. There's people, like, putting things together and building these, like, uh, sort of makeshift structures in the middle of town. Uh, there is this large pool in the middle of town where everyone goes to collect their water where there's like a well uh, that springs up in the middle of it. So about the time you're rolling in, a few people have noticed you. Then you pull out your hammer and you pull out your pot and you begin hammering on it and screaming uh, the people's champion, declaring your presence and making it known. When you do, quite a few people come rushing up to you, clapping you on the back and, and calling out, It's Kyo! Kyo's here! And, uh, you know, there's just general joyous acceptance. You do see off to one side where, apart from where everyone is building all the stuff, you see a familiar face. Uh, you see Thorn just standing up on this stool surrounded by a bunch of kids. And he is animatedly swinging his arms and talking and yelling out. I go over there. You approach, and as you do, you realize that Thorn is doing what he typically does, talking uh, a lot. To, like I said, this uh, this congregation of children that are gathered around listening to him tell one of his stories. And you've heard plenty of these stories from Thorne. Uh, most of them, you assume now that you're an adult, were probably false, uh, untrue. Have you seen his intelligence score? He totally I believes believe him, for sure. Oh, okay, you believe it. That's right. I'm, I'm sorry, I forgot. You, you, never, you never learn, ever. And neither does Jeffrey. I don't doubt anything he says. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he is standing there and just animatedly telling the story. He says, there he was, standing before the evil orc wizard who terrorized his village for years. He fought his way through the biggest and strongest of their warriors until none was left but him and the dark orc wizard. There's a ooh amongst the crowd of children. <laughs> I sit down and listen. <laughs> you sit down. Gathering the last of his strength, he charged with his great hammer held high in both hands. But just when he thought to bring it down and crush the skull of that monster, it transformed before his very eyes. Out from his cloak came writhing a great serpentine body in place of his legs, 50 feet long as he laughed <laughs> and waved his crooked staff before the Mogador himself. And then he looks over midstream and sees you standing there, or sitting now, and he kind of pauses and all the kids are just looking at him as he pauses and he says, We'll just have to pick up the rest of that one later. Um, uh, to, uh, next time, um, and the kids are all like, no, no, tell us what's happening. Uh, tonight, when we all gather around the fire, uh, I'll tell you the rest of the story. All right? Um, uh, yeah, uh, no. Excuse me. And he hops down. Finish the story. <laughs> he runs over. Kjorg, stand up. Sh shut up, Kjorg. What are you doing here, boy? And he just wraps you up in a big hug. Uh I'm home. Well, I, I, I can see that. Are you, are you here to stay? What, what are you doing? I'm. Just, I mean, I'm here for a while. I've, I've got business later on. But have, have you heard the news? Have you heard the news? 
What news? As he's talking, a couple of other orcs, half-orcs, I should say, come walking up beside you. And Grolg and Yana, why don't you introduce yourselves? Grolg uh, is standing probably a little over six feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a fairly imposing build. Uh, and he's got uh, a leather tunic, which is fairly patched and ripped. And one sleeve's a bit longer than the other. And he's got quite a thick neck <laughs> and long black hair that's in a kind of loose ponytail mm. and a really fairly shaggy beard. Nice. His face is a little scarred, and you reckon if he scowled hard enough at some milk, it would probably curdle. <laughs> <laughs> is he wearing one of those scowls right now? Yes. Aha. Okay. And he never goes anywhere without his glaive, oh, dang. which is Ooh. about six feet long shaft of knotted wood. Nice. Mm. Which is pretty smooth from use. Um, and then there's a fairly firmly secured 15-inch curved blade, Woo! which is chipped and scratched, but quite clearly sharp. Yikes. That is nasty. And uh, what of Nyana? So she's almost like she's hiding behind Grolg a little bit. She's a bit uh-huh. scared about what's about to go down, but, you know, standing right. back. She's about six foot. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's probably wearing a long, like traveler's cloak you know like she's just mm-hmm. got off the road herself in a way cool she's got a fairly straightish hair pulled back in a ponytail and fairly oddly a pair of round small glasses which don't really fit her perched in front of her <laughs> eyes nice <laughs> always threatening to fall off at any second mm. and yeah and she's just sort of raising an eyebrow quizzically and looks like she wants to bolt <laughs> yeah. Wait, how tall did you say Grolg was? I'm gonna say six four. Aha! <laughs> he literally went oh, and pulled God. up his notes to make sure that Kjorg was taller. <laughs> oh, yes, this is exactly how this is gonna go. Um, yeah, I, I wasn't sure. <laughs> oh God! Oh dear God! Okay. I'll tell you. <laughs> I'm seven foot ten. So, Thorn says. Well, uh, have, have you have you heard have you heard the news, Kjorg? Have, have you heard what's what's going on at the with the with the with, with with your dad? I just got here. I haven't heard anything. What? With, with Fang? What about him? Well, this is going to be interesting. Well, I, I, um, look, I, I, I just uh, come with me. And he turns to Grog and uh, to Nyan. He says, uh, "You two, you come along as well." Um, hey, you, you guys haven't seen Kyorg in a while, have you? Maybe it's a good time to catch up, yeah. And then he just turns and starts walking, full knowledge of the situation. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and starts heading toward Fang's tent. You've been gone some time. Yeah, been adventuring and being the people's champion. Huh. <laughs> Are you still carrying your pot? Yeah, it's still out with the hammer. Do a lot of cooking? No, never. <laughs> I never cook. Ever. Uh, Be nice, Grolk. <laughs> this is so passive-aggressive, I love it. It's <laughs> the problem with being British. We can't actually be outright aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> it's physically impossible. Uh, Chork never picks up on anything like that. I'm going to start walking uh, to follow Thorn yeah. and just turn my back to Kjorg. Uh, by the way, Thorn is Grog and Yana's dad, oh, okay. which is why they were nearby and hanging out. So he is making way for Fang's quarters. Grog starts walking. Yana just yeah. kind of follow in step. I'm sort of following, side-eyeing Kjorg a little bit. 
but like yes yeah and Jorg is oblivious <laughs> yeah <laughs> so you all follow uh, Thorn for uh, just you know a couple minutes across town across the village I should say and uh, you come to a place you're very familiar with Kjorg Fang's tent everyone's been there it's one of the larger tents mainly because Fang likes to use it to train which Kjorg spent much of his formative years in this tent training but as you approach, you see uh, another half-orc that you immediately recognize, Kjorg. You see Grip standing there. Yeah. The only half-orc in town taller than you, <laughs> as uh, wide as an oak tree, just muscular, arms crossed, looking incredibly intimidating. As you walk up, he kind of stands in the way of the door, and Thorn says, uh, well, hey, 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 Grip, uh, it's, it's Kjorg here. He's, uh, he's coming to town to visit. Uh, um, we, uh, he, 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 needs to, he needs to see Fang. Is that, uh, is that, is that cool with you? And uh, Grip just kind of looks menacingly down at all of you for a second. And then he, like, slowly reaches his arm out in a fist towards you, Kjorg, for a fist bump. I bump it. And then he just steps aside. and Really hard. Yes. and like he, as hard as possible. You get a little, <laughs> just the tiniest hint of a smirk, like almost imperceptible. And then he turns to the side and, and pulls back the flap to let you guys in. When they fist bump, Grog's scowl just deepens. Yes. Yana cringes slightly. (laughs) Of course, of course. (laughs) Appropriate reaction. Thorn charges in, go inside, and uh, Fang is seated on a small couch, and he has his leg propped up across the couch, and down uh, on a knee beside it, wrapping the leg, is another figure, one that you all recognize, and Kjorg immediately recognizes, and uh, it is Hawk. Hawk. Why don't you go ahead and describe yourself, Hawk? Hawk is completely, I mean completely, covered in feathers. Not that they're his feathers, (laughs) but he's just covered in feathers. From the very top to the bottom, it's like he's made like a cloak or four, and I mean he's wrapped... (laughs) Or four. Or four. All the way from top to bottom. Yeah, like... When his hands reach out, I mean, it's just feathers all the way down. It's like a bird costume? I mean... I mean, basically. Okay. Basically a bird costume. I mean, it's the name. Just without, like, the, there's no beak on the hood or nothing. It's right. just more feathers. Right. Like, 37 feathers, to be right. exact, cover his face. Anywhere you look, there's just more feathers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, if you were to try to reach in and, like, find his arm, you, you would just find feathers. What color are the feathers? They are hawk feathers, so they're, like, 10 Tan. I don't think that's. I don't think that's the right color. I, I was thinking like, of the. Uh, wait, what's a hawk? The Nacho Libre favorite colors. Oh, no, uh, gray maybe. So I don't like know. dark brown. Yeah. It, no, they're yeah. Some of them are gray, but most of them are just a, a dark shade of brown. There's occasionally there's white lines through them. It's like dirt colored. Yep, just a dirty, dirty color. Okay. He's down on the, on his knees. He's not very tall. When he stands up, he's probably only like five foot. Oh wow. Oh wow. He's still a half-orc. He has a tusk jutting out of his lip whenever you can see it through the feathers. Um, through the cloud of feathers. <laughs> he's just a storm of a storm of feathers. He, like, hears the movement behind him, and he, like, flicks his head around real quick. And he goes, oh, it's, a, it's a people's champion? <laughs> it's Kjolg! It, fang! It's fang! It's Kjolg! Kjolg's here! Fang! Kjolg! Fang! Uh, that's oh, my no. leg, Hulk. Uh, oh, so, uh, focus. Uh, yeah. I got a broken leg. I know. Um, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm not going to be a... I can't... Cu- I, I don't have the right spells. Can you just perform the spell, please? It hurts. This leg is... Well, I mean, 
it's really the power of Manumi is just not. There's no storms today, and there's no lightning, and I just, it's not working. And he like drops his head. So. so I'm supposed to just sit here with this bone sticking out the side of my leg for the next week. Are you going to do something about it? Use your arms, boy. He is going to use his arms, boy, and and try a medicine check. Yep, on that's the what leg. I want. That's what I want. Uh. <laughs> oh wow, you got a nice medic medicine score. Oh, he is a cleric. I do have a nice medicine score. Oh, oh wow, that's an eighteen plus nice. your yeah. modifier. Okay, that's okay. a twenty-four. That's not bad. With a twenty-four, you reach down and aggressively push the bone back into place and fang bites down on the stick that he had in his mouth and just crunches it into a bunch of tiny little pieces it just shatters uh you know like wood often does he says all right well as soon as you could perhaps either perform some of that magic on my leg or get one of the others to do it that would be very helpful and he just kind of lays back sweat just dripping off his forehead he looks over. Oh, and all says, the other shamans are out of town. There's, uh, 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 there's no storms. As soon as you hear thunder, call. <sighs> Hello, Kyog. I, I could break your other leg. That might make it feel better. <laughs> I see you've not lost your terrible sense of humor. Oh, terrible. Come here, boy. Come give me a hug. I give him a hug. He gives you. A big are you guys seeing this? It's Kyog, and he's like over there, like. Hitting Glorg on the on the side. Grog. 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 Glorg and Kjorg. Glorg. Listen, he can't pronounce anything. Grog would just growl and and shove you back. Glorg. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm just really excited. Kjorg's here. Fang gives him a hearty slap on the back. Says, "What brings you back into town, boy? Thought you was gonna be off for a while doing all this." people's champion business i am the people's champion right right but i've got some more business to attend to oh i see soon i see but for now i'm just here and that grog would just kind of fold his arms Uh uh-huh it's like this is what i expected yeah (laughs) thorn uh kind of gives you a little bit of an eye and like kind of raises an eyebrow at you okay just acknowledging that he sees even though no one else may yeah, I should have expected that. Um, well, I'm glad you're here, boy. There's actually something I've been meaning to tell you. Um, Keela, uh, uh, she's expecting a, a child. She's having a baby! We're going to have a, a baby. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have a baby? Yeah, um, possibly today. Today? Possibly. Um, she's with the uh, the other the midwives, I guess, uh, they're all preparing, and that's what the um, all the hustle and bustle is about out there. They're preparing, you know, how they like to do a big festival celebration. I mean, you know, I'm, we're excited, but... Um, you're going to have a brother. Or sister, we don't know. We don't know. Could be either. I've been reading the signs, and the clouds today say, boy. Well... You said there were no clouds. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Must have been a feather. Nana <laughs> just... Loudly laughs at that. <laughs> <laughs> you see uh, one gleaming eye looking at you through feathers. Jeremy was just like <laughs> looking back and forth, and was like what? <laughs> uh, really, it doesn't matter. We're just glad to finally. No, we did. We didn't think we could have children, but here we are. We're we're excited. I'm I'm I'm, I'm glad that you're here. You'll 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 be here when 
when the child is born. But um, well, you, you know, you know, tradition says that when when the baby is born, that the the father's supposed to give a gift, um, sort of like an offering, I guess, to the gods, but a gift for the child, something that will, you know, uh, represent the momentous occasion. Well, that's what happened with my leg here. Me and uh, me and Grip, we went west about a half a day. There's this thing in the desert, um, in the drylands, that uh, Hawk, you saw it, didn't you? It's, it's like a... Oh, yeah. It's like, a, I don't know how to describe it, honestly. It's just like this great... It's huge! <laughs> monument. It's, um, it's... I don't know if it's crystal or glass. It it, it just appeared. Um, it was. We saw it the first time over a year ago, and we thought about going to get it, but... It's gorgeous! Yes, Hawk, please, <laughs> let me speak. Uh, we... It sounds amazing. Well, Grip and I went to get it, and, uh... Well, I bet we it's were... huge. <sighs> I can't handle the two of you in the room together. Bro, <laughs> um, could you could you please escort Hawk outside for just that a moment, Paul. please? That was Paul speaking. That was not. Grog would kind of put an arm around Hawk and kind of half lift him up and carry him out. <laughs> yes. You could easily do that. See you later, Hawk. Kjorg! <laughs> He's, he's, he's going to glare at Kjorg as he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Kjorg, roll me, a, roll me an insight check. He has a negative one to intelligence. Oh, I know. Well, Natural oh 20! Natural 20! <laughs> well, there it was. I wasted it. Um, okay. I yeah. rolled the We're Kjorg so dots and I got a natural 20. You notice as they walk by that Grog is giving you the biggest stink eye slash scowl that you've ever received. <laughs> I smile and wave at him as he walks out. Grog <laughs> <laughs> uh, just holds amazing. it. He doesn't even flinch. He just keeps going. Uh, <laughs> stoic. <laughs> smile and wave at him. Yeah, just size. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, Fang kind of sits up and uh, grunts and grimaces with his leg. You know, you'd think that being a shaman, he could at least like wrap it or something, but oh well. <laughs> He's he's useless. He'd probably put some feathers on it. He means well, but he the boy's useless. Um, all right. Uh, anyway, want me to wrap it? Oh no, Nyana. Um, yeah. If you if you feel comfortable, I'd be. I, can, I would be very pleased. Can, yeah. I just tear a bit off my cloak. I don't. Oh. It's just like, it's like, yeah. Perfect. Perfect. And then. That's the half-orc way. <laughs> yeah, that is the way. Uh, and I can do a medicine check if you like. Yeah, yeah, go ahead and do me a medicine check. <laughs> oh, that's a three. Uh, oh, plus five, so eight. Eight, <laughs> eight, eight, yes. eight is enough to definitely wrap something around his leg. Uh, <laughs> so you do that. <laughs> you do that. Um, you don't hurt him, but he doesn't seem to be any, any different. Uh, um... But th- thank you, Yon. I appreciate that. Um, thank you. Thank you. She looks really happy with the job. <laughs> I mean, as far as you can tell, it's definitely wrapped. So, I mean, you did as asked. Kjorg, we went looking for it. Grip and I, we thought we'd just step out one evening while everyone's gone. And when they woke up the next morning, it would be here and it would be like a big surprise last night. Of course, we were set on by deaf dogs, which, you know, we can handle some deaf dogs. I mean, Grip could handle a pack by himself. He's a freak of nature. But, um, well, I was running, sidestepping, took a swing, missed, tripped, snapped my leg. You would not believe it. It was insane. It's just a stone there. I don't know what happened. 
Next thing you know, we're being attacked. I got bit by one of those creatures. Got sick like we do. Brought me back. You know, got the antidote. I'm fine now, but my leg is busted. And as you can see, since all the uh, other shaman are busy with Keela, as they should be, Hawk came to help me. And, uh, well, it's a good thing you were here, Nyana. Let me just say that. Cause, uh... <laughs> anyway, so what I'm saying is, um, since you're here and... Uh, I can't go get it. Could you? Could you go get it and bring it back here? Yeah. Should be easy. I hate I hate to do this to you, Georg. I really do. But the only one that I can really spare to send, because, well, Grip's not going to go if I'm not going, is Hawk. He's been there. He knows where it's at. He can take you right to it. Nyana, perhaps you could go. I'd be honored. Your dad, he tells me that you've, uh, you've had some success down in Brightport with your, uh, your business. Mm, yes, it's going on very well, actually. Uh, yeah, it's uh, been br- bringing in some interesting adventures for me, you know. Well, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. She seems a lot more excited when she's talking about life outside. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thorn kind of speaks yeah. up. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's doing uh, very well. Um, uh, uh, what, what's uh, what's it called again? What you call it? Um, it's uh... Oh, it's uh, Green and Grey Feather Investigative Solutions. Oh, see, and, um, always amazing. the brain of the bunch. This one, uh, uh, that um, she's she's doing some tracking, uh, of course, taught by her old man here. But you know, uh, all that sort of things uh, going very well, very well. Tracking, but everything from you, Dad, to her. Slap him on the back. <laughs> oh, lovely, lovely. He just looks very pleased. Uh, yeah, well, um, that's great. Uh, so you can go and. And perhaps your brother uh, would, would join as well. He might be able to rein Hawk in a little bit. Uh. Okay. Yep. Sure. <laughs> Sounds like a, a great team. <laughs> yeah, well, um, you can take the mules. I got a cart, um, so it'll be easier. That's, a, you know, the one we took. It's, it, they're fine. Uh, one got bit, but we took care of it. It's fine. Uh, there's, there's two mules and a cart out back of you all. If you go now, it's about a half day's journey. You, you, you might make it back before the child is born. It's going to be a boy. Maybe, but like I said, I, I'll be... I'm just looking forward to meet them. It's going to be a boy! <laughs> <laughs> it's more... Uh, Jeremy thought, you know what we don't have enough of? Screaming. <laughs> so I'm going to create a character <laughs> whose whole bit is yelling into the ether. No, okay. All right. Uh, Fang reaches up and he uh, grabs you by the arm like, you know, like grips your forearm are you all right boy you seem you seem good are you good i'm great well i'm gonna want to hear about all your adventures when you get back all right but for now i I appreciate you helping no problem and uh just so you know you know since you left there's a few a few few of the villagers a few people that weren't super pleased i mean being my son which you are i mean i know that your mother well your family, and um, some people didn't take so well to it when you left. Uh, you know, they thought you should stay here. You know how it is. You know how you know how the clan can be. It's all about the clan. It's all about us, family, and honor, and history, and all that. And you know all that. But and you know that we totally support you going off to become the the people's champion. But uh, in the meanwhile, just uh, just know that. Well, I'm just going to be straight with you. Grog is a little bit grumpy about it. I can, I don't know if you picked up on that. He doesn't seem <laughs> super excited about the fact that you're here. So just be be friendly and be understanding, you know. He's coming from a good a good place. I'm always understanding. 
he just kind of he he, he, got her good. he chokes back a laugh. <clears throat> um, right. Well, be careful. <laughs> so I let's go, Nyana. Yep, off we go. Sort of <laughs> <laughs> just wave. Thorn uh, waves back. Says, "Be careful. Uh, you know, don't uh, don't fall any pit traps. Uh, get bit by any deaf dogs." Uh, you know me. Yeah. It, it will definitely happen. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> be, be careful. That's what I'm telling you. All right. Uh, cool. Uh, uh, see, uh, goodbye. And uh, you all head out the door. Yeah. George, yes. I was listening through through the tent like I should have been, and I got to go with you on an adventure. Yes. Yes. Grip looks so annoyed. <laughs> Grip. Yeah. Send at the door. Grip. Yeah. Oh, Grip, yeah. I forgot. Grip. Sorry. There's a lot of lot of, lot of NPCs right now. A lot so of people. So many people. Grog, yep. are you excited? Grog, you're going too. I guess. This is what... <laughs> <laughs> if Fang desires, I will do. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's, that's the classic Grog enthusiasm we all know and love. <laughs> I side glance at Nyana and kind of... Scowl some more. <laughs> Lots of scowling. And then head off towards where I know the um, the cart and the mules are. Of course. You all head your way, or you head in that direction, and as you are, there are, uh, you know, it's kind of through town, there's a lot of people still coming up and clapping Kjorg on the back and calling out, Kjorg's in town! And uh, a lot of that, and children come up, and they're like pulling at his, uh, his blue shirt, sleeveless. Yeah. Grog speeds up. <laughs> yes. Uh, one of the kids tries to grab the mace hanging off your belt. Okay. And, like, take off with it. Like, one of them grabs it and yanks it to take it away from you. I mean, as long as he doesn't run far away. Uh, he's, he's just kind of running around you, holding it up and yelling, I'm the people's champion! <laughs> yes! And Hawk's yes! like... Yes! <laughs> Hawk's just the hot man everywhere. He's just yelling it. It's the people's champion! Oh, dear God. Every chance he gets. Every chance he gets. It's the worst. Uh, you know, you make your entrance or your exit, I guess, through town. Uh, you come to the cart. It's where you thought it would be, Grog. Everything you need is there. You know, there's mm-hmm. some still some water skins and stuff on there. Yep. Uh, because, you know, Fang and, and Grip didn't make it all that far. Uh, some rations. Hawk jumps into the driver's seat. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, boy. Come on, let's go. I think Grog climbs up and shoves him over. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Why? Takes the reins. What are you doing? Although I don't think I actually have vehicle proficiency. That doesn't matter. Uh, that's the okay. We're not going to worry about that. The lookout. He stands up on the seat next to you. I assume that any half orc in the drylands knows how to operate a cart and horse. Yeah. You're good. Yep. So Hawk is going to be the one directing you because mm-hmm. uh, he knows where he's going. Yeah. So you all set out. Yeah. Yep. I sit next to Hawk, keeping an eye out. You sit next to Hawk on the uh, on the front. Yeah. More to like survey oh. rather than direct. Yes. Like is 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 this like a is that like a, f- a big enough bench for all of us to be on the front, or are we spread her out on it? <laughs> oh, it's uncomfortable. Uh, the three of you are uncomfortably uh, bunched together. Hawk in the middle. Hawk is not moving. He is standing on the seat. I guess I would have rested my glaive in the back, so that's that's out of the way. Okay. <laughs> Kjorg? I'll squish right down in, in him. <laughs> no. You can't. In between them. Like, not even on the edge, just, like, in between them. <laughs> <They're>, uh, okay. <laughs> oh, 
I'll move. I'll move. I'm sorry, Kjorg. You wanted the seat. Okay, uh, so now Kjorg is in the middle and Hawk is standing in the Then I realize it's like really uncomfortable, so I'll just like lay down in the back. Oh my gosh, this is ridiculous, please. Okay, so just for the record, Grog and Yana are in the front, Kjorg is laying down in the back, and Hawk is trying to perch on the edge of the cart standing up. Okay, perch like a bird on the edge of the cart. Um, and off you go. You are traveling west, and Hawk uh, points you in the direction. Uh, go ahead, Hawk, and give me a, uh, a survival check. That's a nine. Nine? Plus, what is my survival? A three? Okay. That's a twelve. Okay. You, the, the DC was just a ten to be going in the right direction for now. Yay! <laughs> um, you travel. I'm going to say it's probably about midday. I mean, he said you guys were, you know, half a day's travel, so you'll be doing some uh, traveling in the dark to get there. Mm -hmm. But uh, you're all perfectly fine in the dark, being half-orcs, uh, with that dark vision of yours. Uh, so you travel along. Um, as you're riding, what's going on? Yana's fairly quiet, but occasionally she'll drop a pearl of wisdom, like, traveling west, traveling best. <laughs> <laughs> Hawk's like, what? I, I didn't write that down. What does that mean? Oh. You know, west direction's the best direction. She just stares at it blankly. I, I don't know about that, actually. That, that's it. Oh, that's amazing. Krog would occasionally, I guess, turn to Nyana and be like, uh... <clears throat> Don't think I've ignored the fact that you've been away as well. <laughs> it's good to see you. But Ooh. and he says this. He says this loud enough for Kyog to hear. You've been out doing your stuff in Brightport um, while the clan has had to deal with these uncertain times. News of the outside reaches us here too. Fallen Grove, everything that happened there, Brightport. Uh, the unrest that's there. I mean, you were there. You should probably be able to tell me more. I mean, let's just say it's prime situation for setting up a private investigation business. You should be pleased, really. <laughs> I'm making, I'm making a, a, a living for myself out there. He kind of snorts. Jorg has been dozing on, on and off. <laughs> oh my like, goodness! Just, but when he heard, hears that she was in Brightport, uh -huh. I guess he didn't even pick up on that. But he's like, "Wait, you were in Brightport?" Yeah, just the last last twelve months or so. Wow, I didn't even know, and I was there. Yeah, I, t I try to keep my head down. I did hear your name mentioned a bit. You know, you are the people's champion. Ah, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> She's trying to kind of hoping that's going to set Hawk off so that the conversation ends. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hawk is on his perch, and he's looking around in every direction. Basically, like when the wind hits him a certain way, he's gonna turn <laughs> to face the wind <laughs> as quick as possible, mm -hmm. and he's staring into it. And occasionally, be like, "I think those clouds that way." <laughs> but, but, but no, no, bro, keep going straight between the ditches down that hill, and uh, hopefully there'll be a storm. <laughs> okay. I think if he's up on some kind of perch, kind of thing, definitely at some point. Rog's going to try and get one of the wheels to go over a big bump. <laughs> See <a bit. laughs> 
Uh, roll me a dexterity saving throw, Hawk, with that minus one dex. <laughs> I got a five. <laughs> Total. Face, meet the dirt. Uh, oh. Holy, bless Monumi. You take four bludgeoning damage. <laughs> oh, man. four bludgeoning damage. And a, a tooth may or may not be loosened when your face hits the ground. <laughs> Grog kind of snorts and says, maybe you should watch where we're going. <laughs> oh my god. Yana punches him in the arm, but... Oh. <clears throat> George, oh wait, I'm okay. He like clowns back uh. on top of the cart as quick as possible. Oh, I guess it's a little rough out here. He has no idea that it was intentional. <laughs> I don't either. You guys are, are, are killing me and killing the role play. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and just give a table full of inspiration. Take it, everyone. Inspiration. Yes. So as you recover, uh, it's it's getting kind of late on in the day, and uh, Hawk, you kind of know the lay of the land, see a couple of cliffs off in the distance and different things that you know note where you kind of need to turn. Go ahead and give me another uh, survival check. Uh, This is not great. Wow. Okay. It's only a 10. Okay. You fail. You are looking around, looking around, you kind of, you're like, oh, well, I think we're coming up on the turn, but then when you feel like you should have seen a certain, like, uh, stone, you don't see it, and you're like, hmm, hmm, (laughs) you're not sure where to go from here. He, uh, like, starts running from one end of the cart to the other, and, like, putting one leg up on the edge and looking, and then Mm -hmm. he'll run back to the other and look. Hawk, what's wrong, Hawk? Is it it that there are two paths that separate, or is it... (laughs) Is it like traveled or is it more like we're going across open country? It's pretty much open country. Okay. So I guess he hasn't told me to stop, so I'm still carrying on. Yeah, you're still going. He's looking for a specific <laughs> landmark that he has not seen, and he's not sure if he missed it or if you guys haven't gotten there yet. He runs around for a minute, gets in the middle of the cart, throws his head straight up, and goes, I have no idea where I am. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, dear God. Oh, that's amazing. Okay. Hawk. Oh. Uh, Grog's gonna rein in the the mules and kind of turn around and just stare at him. Wait, not say anything. Wait, 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 stop! Everybody, be still. Everybody, be quiet. And he pulls off a couple feathers. Okay. <laughs> and he holds them up in front of him, and he waits, and he waits, and he waits, and then he drops them. And then nothing happens. And then, and then he goes, follow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Yeah. He drops him and he looks at the bigger one, which way the, the quill is pointing. He goes, We should go that way. Are you sure about that? Um he's going to uh reach into his spiritual self. Mm-hmm. And try to communicate with Monumi. He's gonna jump down from the from the cart, pull out some more feathers, and he's gonna. You hear him like start making some some guttural chanting kind of noises, and uh, he's gonna do it again. He's gonna hold his feathers, hold a feather up, and uh, he's gonna drop it. And, I believe in you, Hawk. Yeah, he <laughs> believes in me. And uh, can I like can I can I make another survival check and try to figure out where I'm at? Why don't you... Well, you do have a spell you could use. If you're wanting to try and kind of bring nature, you know, bring your power into it, right? You have your enhance ability spell. I also have the Wanderer feat in terms of feature. So do I, actually. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, you guys... You guys have stuff. 
uh, he's just not involving you. So feel free to involve <laughs> okay. yourselves uh, at any time. Jump right in there. <laughs> he's crazy. Because I'm guessing I would, from that, and from obviously living in the area for a while, I imagine I have a general idea of where stuff is that we've headed this way. I would say that you and Yana both know the area pretty well, probably better than Hawk. Hawk <laughs> just knows where this specific thing is. So if he could give right. you some, you know, like, what is the thing you're looking for here? You know, yeah. then maybe you guys could help out with the tracking. Right. I guess I'll turn to him and while he's doing all this be like, do you really have no idea where you are? He like jerks around super quick. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> what is it near? What, what? Can you think of any big landmarks that's near it? There's a lot of sand. <laughs> oh, oh, sand. My that's gosh. very helpful. Is it near the outcrop of Boaz? <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing that's where it's at. It's <laughs> exactly where it's at. That, that sounds familiar. Um, what about the pits of tin? <laughs> I know. Is that Alan? What? <laughs> oh, God. You're I'm the worst. sorry. Oh, no. You're the worst. I'm, I'm I think, so sorry. Okay. So, basically, we keep going until we get to... There's a certain group of cactus on the edge of the desert... And we passed those cactus, and there's like a dry creek bed, and you follow that so way, and up on top of a hill, you'll see it shining from a distance, even at night, as long as there's no storms. That sounds like the field of spines <laughs> toward that we I love it. that we have to go towards. I love it. I'm gonna need you to write all this stuff down so I can okay. keep it. Field, okay. <laughs> field of spines. What was the other one you said? The the something of Boaz. Uh, the was it the outcrop? Yeah, yeah I think it was an out, outcrop. Field of field of spines. I love outcrop it. Outcrop of Boaz. And what was the other? Th- uh, the pits of tin. <laughs> pits of tin. I like that one. <laughs> pits of tin. Is it like T E N or T I N? Uh, I'm gonna say T Y N. Okay, I love it. Of course, it's D and D. Nice. Not? Let's do it. Uh, yeah. It sounds like he's speaking of an area near the field of spines. Yep. So, do you want me to do a survival or anything for that? Yeah, or? that's totally fine. And what does your does your feature give you? It gives you an advantage. I can always recall the general layout of terrain and things like that. It doesn't give me advantage on things like that. It's just like a general. I understand. It means I can find food and fresh water for I understand. the whole group. And stuff <clears throat> I'm gonna like that. I'm gonna give you advantage then. Okay, cool. Uh, that is a non-natural twenty. That Woo-hoo! will do it so you just you know exactly where you're going you don't know exactly where this thing is but you know exactly the general area you can get right to there i'm gonna turn the cart like 90 degrees yes all right let's go that way roll me a religion check hawk roll me a religion check <laughs> wow hawk is struggling he got a six it is the opposite <laughs> direction that your feather was pointing so <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So you all set off on what you assume to be the correct path. Mm-hmm. You're traveling. The sun is getting very low in the sky. Um, takes a little bit longer than you expected, probably because Hawk should have told you to turn like, you know, an hour before you did. Or two. And he didn't. You travel, you travel. You finally come into the area. You recognize it, Grog. You also recognize it, Niana, mm-hmm. as the uh, field of spines. There's just spines everywhere now. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the, the terrain yes. becomes a lot more rocky here. 
to the point that it almost does look like the spines of some ancient beasts that sort of gave it that name. And you travel, and you kind of know of an area, Niana, inside this place, because you've done quite a bit of, like, training and tracking in this area before, because it's a cool place to go. Mm -hmm. You know of an area that's sort of like a hill, like the highest point, uh, that's probably where uh, Hawk is, that's probably the area he's referring to. So why don't you give me a uh, a survival check as well? Nice. Okay, so that's a 14 in total. That will do it. Uh, you get it. You have a pretty good idea of the exact location that he's discussing, yeah. not just the area. So, oh, I get it. Yeah, this way. <laughs> just pointing. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I think we should check. Yeah. We should probably check the feathers. <laughs> if he pulls out some feathers, can I grab them off him and snap them? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, let's do let's do contesting decks on that because uh, Hawk is oh really good at decks. Oh my gosh. Hawk has a negative to decks. Get ready for every more decks than you've ever checked, ever. I'm sorry. Right, hang on. Oh, that's not good. I got a nine on the dice. Okay. You... Minus one is an eight. Uh, I got a five plus two is a seven, so. <laughs> oh, so close. <laughs> yes. Uh, wow. You both very clumsily stumble trying to grab the feathers, but he Hawk's somehow like, comes up with them. Nope. <laughs> Honestly, you're pretty sure that he just dropped the other feather and has grabbed another one, but you're, you're not really sure. <laughs> okay. You check the feathers. Uh, roll me a religion check. It's a seven. <laughs> it wow. is It is pointing in the opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> I really think we should go that way. Are you sure? It's- oh, I don't think your feathers are working today. Last time, it was the opposite to what you... So I, I think we should do that. <laughs> Maybe you're following the wrong end of the feather, like... Keurig, you're awfully quiet. What do you think we should do? The feathers are... They they seem to be off today. Fuck. He sits down down just completely dejected in the middle of the car and goes... Hi! No! (laughs) (laughs) Just starts weeping into his feathers. It's okay. Maybe we'll try the feathers again later. Grog's face softens just the tiniest bit. Yeah. I sort of tap him on the head. Like, they're there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. You all travel forward not long now, you know, probably 10, 15, 20 minutes, and you see a rising of the earth up ahead. On this side, the, the side you're approaching, it's a cliff, but it sort of juts out with an outcropping mm-hmm. and perched on top of it just perfectly, is something shiny. You can uh, just circle around and head up the side of this large hill. How? I mean, how steep is it? How do the mules fare? Uh, they do fine. You, you just kind of circle around. Approaching from the other side, it's not very steep. Okay. From this side, it's just a cliff. You know what I mean? It sticks yeah. out, so you have to go around and up the backside. But coming up the backside, it's easy, easy terrain for the mules. And you, being such a, uh, a capable driver, lead them on the safest path. You approach and see this thing. It is quite large. Uh, probably, you know, I'm not exactly sure how large it would be. Uh, probably like 15 feet tall. Okay. Dang. Give me just That's one second. I might can give you an exact. How big is the car? That's a good question. Oh, I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. Oh, my goodness. Actually, no, it's much bigger than that. <laughs> It's huge. It's huge. Uh, it's 40 feet 
watch. Jeez, watch. Yeah, it's big and, okay. and forty feet tall. This cart no. is 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 very not big enough. That's like for it. size of a house. Guys, there it is. It's huge. Yeah, and now that you guys are sitting here looking at it, uh, at least Grog and probably Nyana are thinking. Uh, what was what, what was Fang thinking? <laughs> is this some this, kind of joke? We can, well, we can take this back easy. <laughs> this moron. Are you gonna carry it? I admire your optimism. That's why we brought you guys. It's magnificent. It must have taken a lot of heat to make. So now that you approach it, it's dusty. It's covered in sand and dirt and everything. So you can't really see inside it, but it seems to be some sort of glass, like a giant glass sphere, a forty-foot glass sphere. Oh, so it's a sphere. Yes. So we could push it down the hill. You could. Hawk runs up and takes a bunch of feathers and starts like cleaning it off. <laughs> you start cleaning it off, and uh, now that you're all standing there, you can see it is a giant glass sphere. It's just it's kind of settled into the ground, like it fell from a great distance. It's a spaceship. And inside, it's. It's filled with wait a minute swirls of sand and these strange creatures. They're these—they uh, look like tan, tiny lizard bat things. Yes, Jeffrey just now got it. I just got that. Oh dear. This is the result of Lark's fireball in the sandstorm. Uh, we flew a boat. I can't believe it took me that long nice. to figure that out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, but none of you know that. None of you know Lorik or lizard bats. But that's what it is. There are all these tan lizard bats, like, frozen in this glass sphere. That is awesome. <clears throat> By the storms of Monumi, I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> this guy's so intense. We can push this. All I got for my birthday was a new cloak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. It's a nice cloak. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Kjork. <laughs> Kjork, it's a nice cloak. Yes, it has sheep on it, I can see uh, from here. <laughs> uh. Although I have now torn a bit off it. I guess Grog's going to hop off the cart, grab his glaive, and kind of walk up to it. Okay. Examine it a bit more closely. Yeah, you, you take a look at it. You've never seen anything like these creatures that are frozen inside of it. They've got like a draconic lizard-like snout. They've got one eye that is black, one eye that is like the color of their skin, that tan, sandy color. They've got these little wings and these two little claws. Mm. They're very weird looking. Do the eyes move? They do not. No, they seem to be good and preserved, I guess you could say, solid glass. Mm. Isn't it beautiful? Are they distributed evenly throughout the sphere, or is there like a section we could try and break off? Uh, they're not necessarily even, uh, but you know they're just kind of all over it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you wanted to try and break it, you could. Yana's quite suspicious of this, and she's like, "I don't, I don't like this." You know what they say: uh, <laughs> "Never trust lizards; they only bring blizzards." <laughs> yes, <laughs> I've heard that one actually. Hulk's ears just perched up. <laughs> Did someone say blizzard? I'm sorry. Are you sure you're not a shaman? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh. I learned, learned this in the wild. Sounds like shaman magic to me. So I guess I'm wondering what what we would think Fang, Fang actually wants us to do here. Like, it almost sounded like he wanted us to bring the whole thing back originally. But All right. That's what we're going to do. Looking at it, Grog is going to be like, realistically, I can carry maybe a third of this. 
but no. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. optimistic. <laughs> People's champion. He can carry the whole thing. Joy, lift it. Can we get a series of logs to roll it? I oh, hey, you know. I want to go up and try to push it down the hill. Okay. Roll and roll and roll. Do you just walk over and do that? Yeah. Okay. As in, like, down the hill we came up, or, like, over the cliff? Like, down the hill we came up. Yeah, I assume that one. Oh, I, I shouldn't assume, because it's Kjork, but I do assume. Off the cliff! You never know with Kjork. <laughs> Things just go through windows. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> That's a fact. Hey, I, reference. I, I throw him out the window. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, my God. Kjork walks around and puts his hands on it and starts to push. A little help here. I'm just going to... A little? Got it. Fold my arms and be like, you really think we're going to push this the whole way back? We've been traveling for hours. We can do it. I'm thinking, what else are we going to do? So I just go back and try and help Kyogre. <laughs> okay. you, go, you go to help him? Yeah, I go to help him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what does Grog do? The other three are pushing on the back of this great glass sphere. Uh, Grog is going to look around because he's he's thinking Fang mentioned the wild dogs or something I can't remember what you uh, said death dogs. death dogs death dogs and he's suddenly recalled that and ah. has become concerned <laughs> that they haven't seen anything like that okay so go ahead and give me a perception check okay okay six <laughs> nice <laughs> we're doing good you are vigilant Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing escapes your eye. Uh, you are scanning the horizon looking for any threats while these three are straining and pushing. So since it was Kjorg's plan <clears throat> and the others decided to help, I'm just going to let you guys perform the help action and give Kjorg advantage on this strength roll to see how the three of you do. And uh, you can call it athletics. It's pretty athletic, I guess. So the better roll was a 19 plus 7. Okay, 26. Nice. Uh, so you start... Per- what was the the poor roll? Four. Oh, okay. So you, start- <laughs> <laughs> you go around back behind it and you start to push. And you and when as soon as you do, you think, this is not going to work. But then Hawk like, jumps over, fanning his feathery cape, and starts pushing beside you. And then Niana wanders over and also starts pushing. I mean, he's basically just using his cape to fan Kjorg. <laughs> okay, whatever he's doing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then you, 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 know, you see everyone's kind of watching and, and everyone's kind of helping. And you really just grit down and push while Grog is standing and looking over the horizon, checking out for any threats. And you feel as the sphere starts to shift just a little. Now, it has settled into the dirt a decent amount. It's not perched on top of it, you know what I mean? It landed here and dug into right. the ground a few good feet. Right. But it does start to push a little, and uh, you know, you're grunting and you're bearing down and your muscles are bulging and you're just uh, giving it all that you have. And then, Grog, you notice something. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. You notice a sort of rumbling sound. Okay. But like, guys, you... You hear that? Georg can only hear the sound of his blood pumping in his ears as he is pushing as hard as he can. But then it's more than just hearing a rumbling. You feel a rumbling beneath your feet. 
Uh, I... It's the power of money. <laughs> it's the power of the people's champion. Uh, I'm gonna be gripping my my glaive. <laughs> I think we've made a mistake. Both hands and guys, we should stop. Something's happening. You should come over here and push. <laughs> Kjorg, I stop immediately. You stop immediately. Kjorg is pushing, yeah. and now the sphere has started to move. Uh, and he is pushing it, but it now has a little bit of its own momentum starting to roll forward, still very slowly. And then, all at once, it just starts sinking. What? And you all notice uh, as the ground begins to shake and tremble under your feet. Grog has grabbed his glaive. Kjorg, you kind of stumble forward as the sphere almost like rolls out of your reach. Uh, and you like sort of catch yourself on your feet, but then you notice that your feet are sinking. And you all notice uh, that your feet are sinking. And then uh, it's not just like, well, all this dirt just turned into quicksand. Uh, the earth beneath your feet starts waving back and forth almost like a sand ocean. What? Okay. Your uh, mules run yeah. <laughs> as fast as they can, <laughs> uh, dragging um, the cart with them. And the sphere takes off rolling down the hill, but the further it rolls, the deeper it sinks into the earth. And you are all just being tossed around by the sand, by the ground all at once. I mean, it's not so much sand right here as it is like hard, dried earth, but it has gone softer than sand. Mm -hmm. And you're all being tossed about, tossed about, and quickly you are engulfed by this earth and you feel yourself falling, but very quickly, not like slow quicksand, like Y'all seen the Princess Bride, like the lightning yeah, yeah, yeah. sand? Yeah, just yeah. you are falling through the earth, and there's a time when you're probably yelling, you're not breathing, uh, it is very dark, and then all at once you break free into open air, and you're falling with this sort of sand. You're kind of all mixed in with it, this dirt, and each of you hit the ground, sort of on an incline in this sand, and slide to the bottom of this gigantic open cavern. And then you hear this sort of suction noise and notice as a giant 40-foot sphere falls from the ceiling. It doesn't land on you. <laughs> it rolled forward. Look out! And that was the TPK. <laughs> but, and then it falls on you all night. <laughs> uh, it falls and then cracks onto the ground beneath. Uh, and you do see a crack form in it, but it does not shatter. And the sand falls around you. It's very... Uh, uh, sort of loud for a moment and then everything sort of comes to a stillness. Hawk gets up, skitters around, starts waving his feathers. Is everyone okay? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm fine. But what just happened? Do I still have my glaive or would i have lost it in the i'm assuming you held on to it pretty tightly yeah 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 i've definitely lost my glasses <laughs> oh no oh no <laughs> oh no uh, you uh <laughs> you uh you hear it sounds like a little bit of of wind uh -huh. and uh you hear hawk go by the power of monomy light and he like jumps and the light appears uh, on the tips of his feathers, and he's just kind of like glowing. Okay. Oh, he casts light. Great. Pretty cool. <laughs> great. Great. Niana, how well do you see without your glasses? Not great. It's sort of short sighted. I can probably see about, I don't know, let's say 15 feet fairly well, and then, well, ish. And then do, you, do you begin looking nothing. for your glasses? 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just sort of fumbling around. <laughs> you all see Nyana's just kind of down. Guys, help. <laughs> Is this some kind of spell? I guess I would also head over and <laughs> shake off some dirt and sand and ruffle it out of my hair and then mm-hmm. start looking for the glasses as well. Okay. Because I'm sympathetic, even though I'm like, what are these things? Yes. So, girl, go ahead and give me either a perception check or an investigation check. Uh, and you can do the same, Nyana, but you need to do it with disadvantage. Yeah. Okay. 18. 18. Ooh. Nice. Okay, so the first thing I rolled was a four. Uh, <laughs> which would get me up to, uh, I think, eight. But, like, yeah, no. Four's the lowest. Okay. So, yeah. uh, so Nyana, you are stumbling around and you find nothing. Uh, just more dirt and more <laughs> dirt. Grog, you are scanning the room with your acute eyesight, uh, and you are looking for a glint. And it's about that moment that you hear a hawk scream light, and then his feathers burst into a radiant, glowing, feathery cape. And then you see a little bitty glint of something reflecting over in the sand off to the right. All right. I go and investigate. You find glasses. Okay. Nice. I pick them up very, very carefully, knowing full mm-hmm. well that I have a habit of breaking things. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of yes. uncharacteristically cradle them as I bring them over to yes. Nyana. <laughs> Is that, have you got him? Have you got him? <laughs> I sort of notice that's what he's doing, and I just sort of grab them and shove them back on my face. I can do that with my actual ones, actually. Good point. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Niana, suddenly yeah. you can see again, uh, and you yeah. look around. You're in this very large, open cavern, but it doesn't look natural. It looks like it's either been carved out or built down here. Um, the walls are very barren. There's just piles of dirt and sand behind you and some stone that has obviously just fallen through. But as you step forward, the floor is like a sort of charcoal blackened marble, pristine and slick. And it sort of points in an arrow, not not like, there's not like an arrow on the floor, but there's like an arrowhead kind of direction that the walls come in to a point up ahead where there is a very large stone door that is like the crack down the middle that you could push outward. Okay. I'm going to go and have a look at the door, but I'm probably not going to try and open it yet because I'm suspicious. All right. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> Kjorg, what you doing, boy? I'm just looking around like, what, where are we? What just happened? This is we definitely not... We just fell not... down a giant dirt hole. Where I was before. <laughs> There's no, like, opening above you. The ground has reaffirmed itself somehow. It's not like you can see up to the sky. I think Manumi has eaten us. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes. Yes. We should count ourselves blessed. And he's going to go follow Nyana. I think it's some sort of man-made cavern. I I don't think this was Manumi, Hawk. I think think this could have been a a person. I don't know. (laughs) What kind of person does this? Actually, you know what? I don't know. I just, I don't know. <laughs> uh, wonderful. It sounds like bad roleplay. That's just what I'm like. <laughs> no, it's great. It's wonderful roleplay. Uh, so you, you're walking for it. Kjork, you see the glass sphere is here. And you see a crack in it. 
you also know that it will not fit through that door up there. <laughs> mm. So we either need to make it smaller. <laughs> I've checked every spell I have. <laughs> uh, he's like, I have no shrink spell. Or no kidding. Legit. Make the exit bigger. Can I pick up a rock and try and smash off a piece of the glass? You could try to do that, yeah. Yeah. I mean I, I could I could break it. What would you like for that? The good the good news is the it's okay. And he likes <laughs> looking at the rock, totally ignoring the fact mm-hmm. that they're getting ready to smash it. <laughs> yeah, Kjorg walks up and he is I'm assuming you pull off your mace. Yeah. And then, uh, Grolg, you step up. I guess I just looked around and tried to find a big enough rock that I figured I could just smash into it. Okay. Should we bust this thing in half? Half won't be enough. We'll have to bust it some more. How close did you all get to it before, Hawk? Did you realize it was this big? Of course! (laughs) It's incredible! And you didn't think to say that we would need 12 carts. (laughs) <laughs> we have the people's champion! Hmm. Yes, you do. So there's no way we're getting this thing out of here as a whole piece. You put a lot of weight in a, in a half-orc that spent months away. <laughs> Hawk, you can kind of see him, his eyes gleaming, glaring at you <laughs> through the feathers. Kind of. <laughs> Yeah, what's Hawk's face even look like? All we've seen are a shining eye every once in a while between the feathers. Like, I'm just, I'm just, anyway, go ahead. You might see before it's over. Mm. Before we bust this, maybe we should try to find a way out. That's actually a salient point. I just sort of click my fingers at the door. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, door right here, giant door, giant 50 foot tall door. Oh, it's a 50 foot tall door. Oh. <laughs> yes, but it's not that wide. Okay. Oh, it's not that wide? It's like 20 feet wide. No, it's very tall and narrow. So we need to add 20 feet in width to the door. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do you have a spell that does that? And then subsequently to any other doors or openings we come across. I'll I'll bust the door. I'll bust the walls down. Hang on, I'm checking. I do have a spell called Shatter, but... <laughs> oh, no. You do not want to use that on this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Imagine. Then we all die. Yes. 20d6 of slashing damage. Hawk is trying to utterly deny the fact that you guys are about to break the rock. Or the glass. He thinks it's too beautiful. I'm thinking that's not a great idea at at the moment. So I kind of feel like we should try to make the door bigger. (laughs) I think your first idea of finding a way out is probably our priority. So... Is it, the door is stone, right? Yeah, it's it's stone. Hawk just takes off running over the door. Is it open? Is it okay. openable? Can he open the door? <laughs> it has no handles. It is stone. Is it openable? Uh, you go to push on it, and yes, you can push it open. I push it open. It opens up to a staircase that leads down. Oh, wow. I'm extremely suspicious of this entire situation, so I think I'm going to <laughs> cast Find Traps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like it. Aha. Okay. So, okay. yeah, it's anything within the range of the eye- line of sight. So, thankfully, I have glasses and also glowing hawk. So <laughs> <laughs> like, do you go to the top of the stairs? 
now I'm sort of at the bottom of this, like, at the doorway, just sort of looking up, thinking, I don't know what's going on here. But the stairs go down, don't they? Yes, yes, the stairs are going down. Oh, looking so you're down, looking, yeah. It's, it's fine, you're looking down. Okay, you pass, or you cast, I should say. Yeah. Find traps, and... You sense the presence of any trap within range, within line of sight. The range is 120 feet. Mm-hmm. So, as far as you can see, it does not seem that there are any traps. Okay. I just start walking. Okay. Don't question anything and just move. <laughs> you start walking down the steps? Yep. Hawk, Hawk is going with her. Yeah, I'm going to follow. I sort of mentioned to Hawk, did you really not think to mention that the thing you were looking for is a 40-foot sphere? This... <laughs> Um, does does someone have it in for us because this just seems deeply suspicious i was really excited to give i mean it would be like a statue in the the camp okay Hmm. okay i believe him just pat his head is anyone here good at sculpting um, good at sculpting. I mean, if we're going to get a piece of the thing, we need to get a piece of the thing. But Hawk is not going to be the one to suggest or do it. He will probably cry when they break it. Yeah, I mean. Okay, so Nyana and Hawk, and I think Grog too, you all started down the stairs? I think so, yeah. Kjorg, are you starting down the stairs? Or are you doing something with the sphere? Break out that Mesa smile and say, Ford! <laughs> I. Totally your call. <laughs> Don't really want to bust it, but at the same time, I feel like. But how big is this staircase? It's no way this could go through it. Well, no, not the whole thing, but. Like how? Like how? I mean, I don't know. How wide is it? Probably, probably. Yeah. Like a fifteen-foot wide passageway. You should bring a giant <laughs> chunk with you. That's what I'm thinking. Do you smash it or no smash it? I'm gonna I smash, no smash it. No smash. Okay, go ahead. Give me a mace of smiting roll. He's rolling it. That's a two. <laughs> Plus eight is ten. Okay. Well, I mean, you hit it, and when you do, it cracks. You guys hear the sound of a crack come across. What was that? Just sort of stop and pivot on my heels and look back. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. Uh, your bonus increases from a plus one to a plus three when you attack a construct with the Mace of Smiting. So it's a twelve. You roll two plus ten is a twelve. So when you hit it, it actually does crack sort of like maybe a third of it just kind of crack goes through it, but no, it doesn't break off or anything. I'm going to hit it one more time. Okay. Roll it again. Grog, what is going on up there? Sounds like cures haven't had it. So that would be a 16. 16 before or after mods? After. Okay. With a 16, you hit it again sort of along that same crack and a big chunk of it comes falling off of it. When it does, anywhere where it splits along those lizard bat things, they just disintegrate into sand. But the chunk that you've broken off, eh, it's probably about, I'm going to say, seven or eight feet wide in one direction, maybe a little shorter in the other. It's just like a big chunk. Does it have any of the lizard bats in it? It does. It has three. Then I'm going to take that chunk with us. Okay try to. You guys turn, you hear the crack, and Kjorg is carrying a big chunk of glass down the steps. I mean, it is glass, so it's it, at that size, it's gonna be heavy, but not unbearable. It's heavy, but you can handle it. For now. Uh, whenever you start coming down the steps with it, Hawk's gonna audibly, like, uh, what? <laughs> what? 
I mean, we're not going back empty-handed. <laughs> okay! <laughs> Based on my estimate, that's about five tons of glass. <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. Grog just kind of goes, huh, you can carry that. <laughs> <laughs> there are some things about Kjorg that baffle the mind. Let's just say it that way. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Just in Grog's mind is the image of him with the pan again now, and he's just trying to compute the two people. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. You all uh, travel down the staircase. It's dark, but Hawk is lighting the way with his feathers. Yeah. Um, You come to the bottom of the staircase, and you step through a large stone archway into a room, a second room. I mean, you've, pro- you've probably come down the equivalent of about three flights of stairs, and now you are here. Uh, the room looks like a, uh, like a sort of like a semicircle, you know? It's set up like a semicircle with the flat wall opposite of where you came out. So you come out in the round part of a semicircle, and then there's a flat wall up ahead of you. In that flat wall, there are three doors. <laughs> Of course there are. Great. Good. <laughs> this is what we like. <laughs> uh, a TV show host appears and says, pick a door. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, there, there's some more detail uh, about these three doors. But before we get into all of that, I think that's where we're going to stop this week. Thank you for tuning in to this special presentation of Make Believe Champions. To find out what is waiting behind the doors ahead... You'll have to tune in next week. We'll see you then.